Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. can't find that on the radio. Yo, turn to that station. That's right, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's Groundhog Day! This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. I can see that you're not doing any shows. I've got that power. Is that a threat? Not necessarily a threat. It's more of a reminder. Oh, my Bob! Jeff Lutz. I don't know your your respective memories. I don't know everything, don't I? Don't mess with me, poor chap. What day is this? It's February 2nd. And Jason Duda, for today anyway. Just like that. No, it was like that when you got there. Right? Something's wrong? Right. I didn't do it. It was like that when I got there. Let's blame somebody else. Bang! Didn't we do this yesterday? 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello, everybody. It is a Friday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Happy to have you with us on what looks like it's going to be a rainy evening. Really? Lutz here with me, along with uh, our very good friend jason duda oh he was your son yesterday uh, well, it's good to have a son who's a friend it varies that is good nice i'm sure and i'm yeah. okay with it i mean you're We're a friend uh, of course we've been good friends for a you long dug time into those doritos and it sounded like you know the the, the roof was well, how you, how is that you, what that was i've never heard a sound i thought like. i heard something how would weird you get into chips i mean there's no other i way. mean there's just uh there, there, there comes when a you point. have hands as as here's uh, what you do sturdy as mine you go, you go into another room and eat them. Well, I am down here. Well, <laughs> I guess whatever you do, what you got to do. <laughs> I guess uh, I had not eaten today, so that was anyway. Healthy. It was very loud, very hard for me to concentrate. That's what I was going for. Trying to take, trying to take you out of a zone. Yeah, a little bit. You know, when you're sitting here and you got this uh, big news thing, and it's not about the apprehension of these uh, idiots. But when you know something that you can't quite say yet, that drives me nuts. Well, well tell us. I can't. Then don't do that. Yeah, why would you even start with that then? Just to get him going. And I and apparently I've got well, you going. Well, that gets well, everyone on earth going. Go, you know, bring it. It doesn't get me going, but it's like if you're going to say it, then say it. I ask you about the f- theoretically... Uh, you know, just to to have a discussion. Have you ever had something that you wanted to tell people that you no, you didn't can't? ask. You said when you do, isn't it difficult? I, I, there was a question. There. I don't think there was. It wasn't a statement. It was. Have you ever had that moment where you got something you'd love to tell people, but have you, you can't? But you can't. Have you? Sure. Everybody when was the la- has. When was the last time oh, that all happened? All week. Do you have that moment right now? Yes. 
Really? I wonder what it could be about. Do you have any idea what it could be about, Jeff? Nope. Man, neither do I. I mean, I can... We could assume. Probably summon up some kind of idea based on everything that's happened this week and not be too far off, but do I know any specifics? I do not. Huh. Interesting. Hopefully soon. Well, you'll tell us off the air, and then... I don't think no, he's going to. I don't think I will. I don't think really? he's going to. I, I don't. That's, I think that's he's, troubling. He's I enjoying said, this a lot. I said you've had you've had some news that you can't tell anybody. Not to tell anybody on the air. Anybody. Anybody okay. in the world. If I wasn't uh, a, new, a newsman, they, would you tell me? No. Okay. But then why did these people tell you? If no one's supposed to know, because we've made it a we've we've come to an agreement. Oh, we've made a the first steps toward a deal. And uh, the first steps, or you've come to an agreement. I think we're in. Uh, I got to firm up the details early next week, but um, I think it's going to happen, and it's going to be huge. Well, we're looking forward to that news. Whatever it might I be. I hope I can keep my mouth shut. Nobody swore me to secrecy, but I just don't feel like I want it. I, want, I don't want this to get out there. I, you don't want to blow a deal. By Here's what I will say. This do is not. An, you want to hear about another deal oh. that I can talk oh, about? Oh, yes. Yes, please. That's, I can't wait. We've been no, clamoring. really. We've been I clamoring. Can't wait. I want to know. You've got to all hear this, about your deals. All these secrets you're keeping from your sons, and you're not telling anybody, but you want to tell people? Well, I'm, a, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, this is genuine I, excitement. I know you are. So tell us something. So the deal I can talk about that has been firmed up is that the Wichita Eagle and Kansas.com will be producing a documentary on the stolen Jackie Robinson statue. They've done two of these, uh, Father Capon, 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 and then on the uh, 98-year-old woman who died a day after the Marion Daily Record was raided. Uh, they did a documentary on that situation. And uh, the great thing about this is that uh, maybe I'll be interviewed. Besides the exposure. What? Nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. Why would you insert yeah. yourself into this? Because I knew that would irritate you. No, but tell me why you would do That's it. That's the only reason. No, tell me the real That's reason. the real reason. What do you uh, think? I think it's a bit of both. That's why it's funny. You're kind of right. But he what, is what right. What kind of an idiot would say something <laughs> like that? Are you, really? Look. Look <laughs> the other way. I mean, even you think he's an idiot. Really? <laughs> oh, at times. That's, Not all the time. That's though, hurtful. Not all the time. Not a, but that was that idiotic. But I you're, think you're an idiot sometimes too. Well, so I mean, but but was that idiotic? If you're intentionally idiotic, doesn't that make you a genius when you pull it off? No. All right. But anyway, well, the great thing would. about <laughs> that is that eventually that will go on YouTube and uh, will be. I mean, it's a it's just unbelievable. Uh, so thanks to Jamie Green. Uh, for reaching out about that. She and Travis Hying will be doing that. And that stuff, they're going to follow the process through the whole thing. Yeah, it's awesome. They'll, so, uh, they'll be out in uh, Loveland, Colorado, seeing the statue be remade. They'll be up at the Negro Leagues Museum talking to Bob Kendrick. Uh, they'll be anywhere that uh, this story develops. Yeah, I'm so sure this will be a long process. Potentially be like. in the courtroom when these morons... Uh, stand trial if that's the direction it goes. Well, we all can hope. 
Anything else you want to know? Uh, uh, sure. What were you going to tell us earlier? that's only the yeah. second what, thing I want to talk about. What, yeah, what What was the other thing again? I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, you couldn't tell us that one. Yeah. I might. No, I'm not going to tell uh, you because we'll Jeff works for a news station. Haven't you kind of already? Kind of what? Already told me. What do you mean? Haven't you kind of already told me? What do you think it is? Well, you can't say it because then if he says it. Well, no, what do you think it is? The uh, the potential oh. agreement with a famous human being. No, that's not it. That's number three. Okay. Oh, that's number three. Who's the oh potential famous human and being? And by the way, I haven't heard back on that uh, for a few days. So I don't know where, where that stands, but hopefully, hopefully we'll hear more about that. Um, I don't know. It's been crazy. Did you get in touch with Irving Azoff? You know, the Eagles should reach out. Shouldn't they? Why don't you work on that? Uh, Shouldn't they come and do a an acoustic concert at the <laughs> Orpheum? No. But uh What do you mean no? They they'll never they would never. You'd For have this to, cause? Don no. Henley's proclaimed himself to be a baseball fan. Well, I think Glenn was more of a baseball fan than, than Don ever. No, I've I've heard Don Henley say it. About what you know, when he was asked on the Howard Stern show, why'd you write Boys of Summer, you, and he said, well, I'm a baseball fan, but it's not really about that. It's more about, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I've heard that many times. Well, then he said he's a baseball fan. Mm, publicly. Okay. Everyone just can say they're a baseball fan. Well, what about fan? him coming to do? Well, good luck. Or John Fogarty, who's written maybe the most, one of the most famous baseball songs ever. He's not going to do that because Jeff won't even play a song at the game. You don't play and, center and field? I, and I know no. who you guys are talking about, so how about Thank that? Thank you. That well, is amazing. You're welcome. Why, uh, we, that's the real story out that's of this. That's probably the real story. Why in the world uh, would you play cliche. center field? I'm not a cliche guy. You play it once in a while. Nah. I play the claps, you know, those sometimes. Even when I was there, I said, hey, play – Come on, you got to play center field. Uh-uh. Well, the fans love it. That. Sorry. Exactly. The fans love well, it. Maybe that's why I was. I'm not doing You're that job anymore. Right. <laughs> that's exactly There's why. A good, that may why be aren't it. You doing that job anymore? Because uh, I don't know, really. I don't really remember how the whole process went. But when did that happen? Well, when they started using a DJ on kind of the weekends. I thought you worked on Sundays and did the music. I did last year. You're not doing that occasionally. This year. Not this year. Um, no, I'm I'm full time, not full time, but we have four of us, and well, that's not very very many games. That's it's half the games, at least half the games you'll be working. Yes, at least as official score or the uh, the stringer that puts the stats into the computer. Well, there you go, old stringsy, which I love. <laughs> I love both of those jobs. I love. I can't wait. Ah, you love it. Can't wait for can't wait. third season to begin again. Well, wonderful. You know, more time. Uh, Away from your family. Well, they appreciate and, uh, it. And uh, there you go. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Aaron Aaron will be leaving this summer. That'll be a huge void. Have you thought about how you're going to go about life without I don't know. The it's going to be different. I don't know. how. Are you? Have you thought about that yet, dudes? It, uh, not, you've got a couple years. I got, well, I don't know, a year, year and a half, I guess. Yeah, but that's one. You'll still have one in the house. Yeah, I'm still going to have one. And, and Avery may stay here to go to college. 
You yeah, never know. Not sure exactly yet. Or she might go to the University of Sexsmith. Well, she's thinking that she grew <laughs> out Canada. Did she really? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, she loves it up there. She did. Has she ever been to Sexsmith, Alberta? Yes. And love that. Yes, but the university there is probably not for her. What do they teach? Hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Here's uh, what we're going to do on the show today, whether you listeners like it or not. Who knows? Yeah. Jason Moons, Muns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal will join us at 225. Shockers at Memphis coming up Sunday. One of the uh, interesting games of the weekend, I suppose. And I'm more curious about what's going on with Memphis. Did any of these lines come out? Or do they come not out? Yeah, they come out day of. Really? I mean, you can look at future lines. Uh, I don't know if you, if those are on uh, FanDuel or not. I don't I don't know. You're the FanDuel guy. Those those these That's are true. questions he should he, he, he should know. Like, do do he, they put the lines out on they today? He should know. If you're doing that promotion, wouldn't you know everything about it? I would think so. You're the guy. Yeah. Really? You think so? That's what I'm told. So you can only bet on a college game the day that it happens. At 325, Joanna Chadwick, Bite Magazine. And at 340, Kelly Kennedy, who used to be kind of our guy back in the morning show days. What do you mean? Uh, he kind of came in occasionally with Steve Crum. Yeah. And uh, we talked uh, you know, when Hayesville School sponsored our show. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's Kelly Kennedy been named? The Chiefs Fan of the Year. Fan of the Year. Wow. Yeah, From right here in uh, Hayesville, Kansas. Wichita, Hayesville, yeah, basically. How about that? How, how does that work? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Okay. What do you get for being you fan? You get to of go to the Super Bowl. Well, that's unbelievable. Well, that's a pretty good deal. Why yeah. aren't I the Cardinals fan of the year? Well, I don't know. Probably because you're pretty cranky about them all the time. I could be. I'm not that cranky. Speaking oh. of cranky, can I just say, and I, we don't have to discuss Oriole. it. No, I don't. Uh, the Pacers were absolutely embarrassing last night. <laughs> they have never been angrier. Do we care? Don't care, but like to hear that. Well, Jalen Brunson scored 40 on him. Jalen Brunson took 90 shots to do it. I was. I, I don't care it was what he's disgusting to watch him. If he was on the Pacers, I'd never be a fan of him. It was so infuriating. All he did was shoot. Uh, give me the ball. Shoot, 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 shoot. Well, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm a big fan of Jalen Brunson. Uh, well, you wouldn't be if you watched him because uh, it's a black hole when it goes to him. And I'm not taking anything away from his ability, but uh, get somebody else involved once well, in a while. beat you. Yeah, they won. No, they, they didn't beat, beat us. You. They didn't beat us. Well, they won, and we played like absolute garbage. Poorly played, poorly coached. Ooh. It was just all bad. This is getting heavy. Brunson took thirty shots. He made fifteen of them. Yeah, he's fifty percent. Whatever. What? Uh, what do you? What do you mean? I'd hate that. A guy shooting fifty percent. I'd take that all day. Good. Then take it. Have. Have uh, he's the point guard? Did he did he ever pass? How many assists? Well, let, let me look. Why are you so mad at Brunson? He had five rebounds, one assist. One assist. Hey, great game, Jay. He had uh, three steals. Uh, not a bad game. You're, I don't know. You're simply mad because your boys lost. No, I'm mad they blew that, it. that they played like garbage and that I, that it was two and a half hours wasted because I also had to watch Jalen Brunson play. 
Well, he killed you. That's why no, you hated he him. Exactly. He didn't. Yeah, it sounds like he destroyed you. I mean, he had the 40. rebounding destroyed us. We couldn't rebound. Some guy named De, De Vincenzo had uh, 20. Former Villanova. Yeah, player. most of those were early. He didn't hurt us that much. Uh, Hartenstein. Remember an old right-handed pitcher named Chuck Hartenstein Killed back Hartsey. in the day. Wonder if it's <laughs> wonder if it's any relevant. He made Miles Turner look like a child. Well, he had 19 rebounds. Yeah, and Miles Turner probably Here's, had one. How do you say a chua? A chua. He had 16 rebounds. And Hart had 12. Stein had 19, and Hart had 12. Want to get a rebound, Pacers? <laughs> it was 66-40-something in rebounds. 66-44. Do the Pacers not go to the dirty areas? They all just perimeter guys? Sounds like it's a soft shoot. team. It might be like a little bit of a soft team. I never follow a soft no, team. that's embarrassing. You understand what I'm saying? Aaron Neesmith isn't soft. There are guys on, on the team that aren't soft, but... Uh, some you need to take that and we no. uh, we're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I need to take it, but we're good. I'm then doing take a radio it and show. we can handle. Just take a break then. All right. No, I don't want to take a break. All here. right. I'm gonna talk, and I apologize, folks. I get 16 calls a day, uh, and this one happened to be one of the most important. But whatever. Then take it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll deal we have with it. two other people on the show, and it's just a couple minutes till we need to take a break. We'll deal with it. Man, well, I hope whoever that is is going to take your call back. I hope he does. I hope he doesn't feel insulted. I hope he does. Or she, whoever. Well, it I've might. been trying to. Uh, we've been playing phone tag all day. It'll happen eventually. Well, tag, you're it. Right there, you go. That's how. It, that's how it works. See, dudes keeps it all in perspective. <laughs> He's always there smiling go. over yeah, there. With I that want stuff else. done with that. No. You know what grin? Oh, you got uh, like you can call him back. But I want to. I want to get stuff done. I'm a. Nah, I'm a look, be more like Duda. <laughs> okay, dude. Uh, don't worry about that call. Just it's all think good. if ah. the whole world operated like Duda. <laughs> I mean, he made the call. He's going to leave a message. If not, Bob knows to return the call. He'll return the happy call. Happy days. It is happy days. Like that's what. Same thing when people send a text message and then they send one. Are you there? Are you there? Well, if someone's busy, they're busy. Like, that's what, just calm down. That's what I'm trying to get Patience. through to Jeff. Why? But there are some times where yeah. the Patience. person is so important that they will take your busyness personally. And maybe as a they little shouldn't. bit of a – They shouldn't, but somehow sometimes that's how it works. Shouldn't. Well, I don't think that's the case. I hope not. I just feel like, you know, we're doing what we do, and we're, we'll get back to you in a moment. Uh, I'm sorry I can't take your call right now. That's why That's why the automated voicemail message starts like that. The one that's on every phone until you change it. Sorry, I can't take your no, call. No, right. I don't think that's, that's what exactly it is. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> how does it go? It goes something like uh, they say the phone number is not no. available. Sorry, I can't take your call right Who's now. Who's I? The, the uh, AI. Well, AI did take the call. Sorry, AI can't take your call right now. <laughs> well, it did. It was that's what picked up the automated. No. No. Someone called me for some oh, reason. Oh man. Uh oh. I better uh -oh. take this. Is that that's, an important one? That's trouble. <laughs> it isn't. I you think it's probably an accident. Better time. go take that call. Or he's just doing it to be funny. Who do you think it is? It's David Michael Hahn. He did it to be funny. I wonder why he'd do something like that at this time when we're on a radio show. I don't know. It, it doesn't is, make any sense. It's kind of funny because, because he's... No, it's irritating. He's trying to be part of a bit, and I respect that well, in some I like way. the kid, but uh, I don't know if I like that. 
Yeah, he said he, that's exactly what he was doing. <laughs> Anybody calling you? <laughs> no. I think your phone just lit up. No, I'll get to it later. All right, we will take a break. Are you ready to take a break? Well, I'm ready. Um, here we go. We're going to take a break. Why don't we we'll take be a back. break? Who's Jason that? Jason Munns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal joins the show next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's Jason Munns. Munns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal. Uh, Jason, welcome. Wichita State playing in your city coming up Sunday at noon. That game being nationally televised uh, on CBS, it's like televising a train wreck. What are they doing? <laughs> yes. Uh, if, they had, uh, if they had been making out the schedule, their broadcast schedule, uh, any, any more recent than, say, Whenever they, you know, whenever they decided to, to put this game on there, I, I think they would have probably done something a little different. But, uh, but yet here we are. It, it is what it is. Well, uh, Memphis could not have looked better than they looked in the second half here at Wichita State. Uh, but since that, and they just lit it up. They haven't won a game, and they're losing to uh, teams like Rice. So mm -hmm. the obvious question is, what's what in the heck has happened? There's a lot of things, honestly. Um, you know, they lost Caleb Mills, uh, who uh, was the uh, he spent his first year plus at Houston, and then he spent a couple of years at Florida State. He uh, had, had suffered a fractured kneecap against Tulsa on January 4th, and so you know he was he was probably one of the better defenders on the team, and so uh, losing him has not. And you know, a veteran. You're talking about a veteran leader. Uh, a guy that, that, you know, pretty much the entire locker room respected uh, as such. And um, so him, you know, losing him for the season uh, has certainly factored into it. And then you've got, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, shall we say, some distractions, some off-court distractions. They had the um, – uh, they, they went out and they picked up a the Kansas State uh, midseason transfer, Naquan Tomlin. Um, you know, so you bring in you bring in a guy who is now starting um, in the middle in the in the midst of your season, uh, which is pretty irregular. Um, so so even if even if 
he's the nicest guy in the world, which I think he is. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people, and everybody agrees that he's he's the opposite of a locker room problem. Um, yet still, you know, it's it's somebody new that they're adding to the mix um, midstream. So you've got that, and then there was the Jordan Brown situation. He's the defending Lou Henson Award winner. He was great at Louisiana last year. Um, he comes in. He doesn't exactly click. Uh, his 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 like skill set and his play style doesn't exactly click with Penny's um, uh, system, his scheme, and uh, you know he leaves the team and he's gone for ten games and then he's back, you know, kind of all of a sudden he's back and again it creates just some unnecessary some unnecessary distractions. And let's not even talk about the Mikey Williams situation that obviously played out for everybody to see, um, which also included the departure. Mikey was never in Memphis, but again, it's a distraction because his best friend and, uh, you know, a guy he was living with in his mansion in California before J.J. Taylor, he was in Memphis. And then when Mikey decided he was – not going to come from to, to Memphis. JJ leaves. So again, distractions. And then on top of it, uh, they're just not playing very well. They're just they just seem to have lost. Um, you know, you got you got uh, Javon Quinterly, who was playing really 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 well with the last four games. He's shooting twenty two percent from three. It's not like he's taken nine uh, three point attempts. He's taken like 20 something. Um, you've got David Jones who looks like an all American on the surface, but during this four game losing streak, he's committed 19 turnovers just by himself. Um, you know, and then, you know, like Nicholas Jordan was the eight games leading up to this current four game losing streak. Nicholas Jordan was averaging like 10 and a half and five and a half. Well, now he's averaging three and four. So he's not playing as well, and Jaquan Walton isn't shooting the ball as well. And I'm sure we're going to talk about him a little later. But yeah, it's it's just it's a combination of a lot of things, honestly. Talking with Jason Munns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal. So Penny Hardaway he gets players, he gives guys second chance chances. Pretty good recruiter, builds usually pretty good uh, assistant coaching staffs. But is there a jump the shark moment with him where? They'll the the Memphis leadership will say we to get over the top we need a different philosophy here. I would be shocked if that ever happened. Honestly, I think uh, like I genuinely believe the only way that Penny Hardaway is not going to be the coach at Memphis is he's going to leave on his own accord. Now uh, we can talk about when that time might be. Like, is it going to be? just when he gets tired of it or is it going to be when he gets an offer to do something that intrigues him, you know, like at the NBA level, uh, a couple of years ago, his name was bandied about for the Orlando opening and that lasted all of about three days. But, um, you know, I, personally, I don't think, you know, uh, like this is hard on him. The, the, this four game losing streak, like losing is very, very hard. It's, it's hard on everybody. Nobody likes to lose, but you know, <clears throat> excuse me, Penny takes it pretty darn hard. And, um, and so I don't think that he's having much fun right now, but I also, I, the impression that I get from Penny Hardaway is that 
when things like he's less likely to leave when times are tough. I think he's a little bit too proud. I think he's got a lot of like too much pride for that. Like uh, he would walk away possibly after, you know, like losing in the, in the sweet 16 before he would leave after a season like this, where you're all the way up, you're a top 10 team at one point, And now you're not even, now you're on the bubble. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, uh, I guess anything could happen. They could go 0 and 10. They could, they could never, they could not win another game and maybe he decides I've had enough of this, but I, I genuinely don't think that, you know, certainly, certainly, uh, it, it would have to be something overly, um, you know, dramatic or something way over the top for the administration here to ever broach the subject of, uh, uh, you know, going in a different direction. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, that doesn't seem likely uh, really in any scenario. What about, uh, you mentioned Walton. Um, obviously, we don't get to see him, saw him last year, but how has he fit in? How has he been playing? What do you think uh, uh, of that obvious transfer? Yeah, um, I think he's done okay. Um, I, I don't have his numbers right in front of me, but, yeah, I think he's done okay. I think he's been inconsistent, might be uh, one of the bigger knocks against him so far this season. You know, I mean, he what, I think he scored 23 um, at Wichita State, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, um, when it was when it was – colder than I don't know what there uh, outside. Uh, never experienced anything like that before. Hope I never have to again. My, like 21 below or whatever it was with the wind chill. Um, that was that was not a lot of fun. But, yeah, so he scores 23 in that game. Um, you know, I think in the three games leading up to this four-game losing streak, which included the, um, the Wichita State game, he was shooting 67% or 68%, something like that, from three-point range. He's now shooting in the last four games 26%. So it's just his highs are really – they look good. Like he's – he's when he's good, he's good. And when he's not good, it's just kind of pedestrian. Um, you know, he I think he's – he's probably averaging somewhere around 10 points a game, 9 or 10 points a game. Um, you know, certainly a guy who's dangerous, but not somebody that you ever go into a game counting on to be a – a, a guy like a dude he's he's capable of doing it and he will he did against Wichita but um but you certainly don't want to bet too much on it uh and and you know I just yeah so all that to say he's he's just been a little inconsistent Jason Munn's our guest beat writer for the Memphis Tigers from the Memphis Commercial Appeal so I'm going to push back on the whole penny thing and uh, present you an outsider's view. You're you're on the inside. You know his popularity in that city much better than we do. We certainly understand why he's so popular. But right. uh, from my understandings, uh, Memphis would love to get out of the American Athletic Conference. And to, in my true. view, it's going to be basketball that drives that. I know football is pretty good. And I understand it's a football thing, but Memphis basketball is what's unique about that athletic department. So mm -hmm. if they continue to sputter, 
and not make any deep uh, runs in the NCAA tournament, not do in uh, March and uh, what, what we think they're capable of doing, and Memphis has a strong desire to figure to find some escape hatch from the American, how does that all work? You know, as I mean, so I think there's two uh, ways to talk about that. So first of all, as big a deal as basketball is here, it is a big deal. I think the people here have determined, I don't, I'm not here to say whether it's right or wrong, but I think the people here have determined that football is going to football and facilities are going to be the two things that drive Memphis's candidacy to quote unquote level up. Um, that's why they have like they they they're renovating the Liberty Bowl. This is a building that's been you know that's it, it uh, was constructed in the '60s and hasn't really had much done to it. Well, they're going to invest a hundred plus million dollars. Uh, into renovating that, and that's because as they've tried to get out of the American the last year, or I think, it, yeah, last summer was, was once, and then a couple of summers before that uh, was another time they tried, and everything they kept hearing over and over and over again was facilities, facilities, facilities. And so they, you know, have, have made this commitment to renovate the Liberty Bowl, and that's obviously attached to football. Now they also are working in partnership with the Grizzlies to get FedEx Forum also renovated. And they're talking about like like a four or five hundred million dollar renovation of, of FedEx Forum. And so I really think they've tied their they've hitched their wagon to the facility thing. Um, much less so than the success of the basketball program or lack thereof. The other thing is as long as Memphis has athletic directors who are sort of, I guess, not as established as, say, you know, a more established athletic director. Um, I, I think there is a genuine fear of what that might do to their name and their career and their reputation to – I mean, because I'm just saying, like, maybe from an outside perspective, it, it, you know, getting rid of Penny Hardaway in Memphis would, would, you know, it'd be it'd be sort of eye popping from an outsider's perspective. It would be uh, atomic bomb type stuff inside Memphis, because um, no matter how, as you said, no matter how much they're sputtering, there is a level of commitment to him that is so fervent and so like it just resonates so far and so deep in this city that that would be, you know, you'd really be sort of taking your uh, professional life into your own hands if you did that. And so for, again, I think those two things together would be, would make it highly unlikely that they would ever um, try to do anything like that. Well, I'm fascinated by the whole Memphis dynamic because I know how badly they oh, feel I agree. Uh, that they need to get out of the American. And uh, it just doesn't appear that a whole lot of progress is being made in that. Jason, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking about all this with us. Thank you. No, no, I appreciate you all for having me and, uh, and uh, always, always enjoy uh, chatting it up with you guys. 
Take care. Thanks. Jason Munns from the Memphis Commercial Appeal Shockers in Memphis. Noon tip-off coming up Sunday. That game nationally aired on CBS. Can't All wait, right. but I'm glad that you got it. Max follows the general rule uh, that I set a while ago. It's not a, It's an unwritten rule. Well, this is, I'd like to know this unwritten when rule. When you're doing a, an artist, right, uh-huh. uh, for the whole week, you kind of start with one of the bigger hits, and then just kind of it's kind of a wave, right? You'll mix in kind of a mild hit on Tuesday, Wednesday. Give us a little something more on Thursday, and then on Friday is when you give give me the big hits. That's that's how it's done. That's that's the general how we how we like it to be done. Now Max is his own person, but I do appreciate when traditions are upheld, right? Oh, so that was a tradition started. Like seven years ago on the show, it's been a while, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I don't know about seven years. I don't. I I wish somebody uh, would tell me like the inside scoop sometime. Well, it's again like it's an unwritten rule, and I just told you so. So I now think you I should know. be good. Like uh, when I uh, did the music, we talked about this earlier. Most games, almost every game, the first season at Riverfront Stadium, I played "Thank God I'm a Country Boy" during the seventh inning stretch, and then when someone else came along to do it for a fill-in or more uh, more uh, often the next year and they didn't play it that bothers me not because it's me but because I don't if someone had done that every game and then I came in to do it I would play that because that's a tradition at the ballpark now so you're kind of a little upset that it's not the tradition I didn't like it no I didn't like it okay that's fair that's so, fair but why wouldn't you have went and told or not told, but talk to the person that was doing it and say, hey, this is kind of the thing. I kind of did. I, th- I believe oh, you, that you I did. did. Yeah. We and play, thank God I'm a country boy, seventh inning stretch, and it, it didn't usually happen. Oh. Oh, see, now, okay. So now it only now happens. I'll allow you to be a little up. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not it's something I did. I took it from the Atlanta Braves, so I continued that tradition because, you know, I worked there for a summer. Right. Um, and just uh, just – didn't work out, I guess. Well, that's too bad. I guess, and people loved, thank God I'm a country boy. They'd clap along and they'd get into it. It's during the sev- It's after take me out to the ball game, so everybody's all already standing up and you know they're kind of into it. It's kind of that twilight time of the night during the summer. Makes sense. Yeah, it's a good time. Makes sense. Interesting. So that's our tradition on this show, and uh, I was glad that I recognized that song. That's what that's what it all comes back to. Well, that's. I'm glad we got that so aired out. It sounded like a little bit of a ballad, but it turns into a rocker, Ready for Love. You should listen to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so. When you watch Slapshot, I'll listen to it. I've watched Slapshot. No, you haven't. Ask me anything about it. Who's the coach? The coach in what? In Slapshot. Are you, ac- are you asking me? What's his name? Don't, l- don't look it up. Are you asking me the actor's name, or, oh. or are you asking oh. me the character's name? character's name uh reggie dunlop well yeah because you just <laughs> pulled it up on your phone well duh like, uh paul newman was the actor oh really thanks i believe what were the three tough guys what were their names in what what were the three tough guys um, names? Uh, like in shorzy the no in Slapshot. i thought you were asking me about shorzy no, you heard now you're the, looking it up again you've watched the show i watched we made a deal what'd we do I was going to watch Shorzy. You were watching this. The Hansons. <laughs> I think I probably knew that. But well, I thought you would, but you still had to look it up. So that 
definitely tells That's me. That's pretty embarrassing. You have I watched. thought the Hansons just were Slapshot. There are other characters? Yeah, they're not even the main characters. Really? Yes. Then why do they get why do I know who they are? Who's the tough guy on the other team? On what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the tough guy that they have to play that everybody's scared of? Uh in what? In Shorzy? No, in Slapshot. Or are you asking for the character name? Yep. Or are you asking character for the name. for the actor? Character name. The and what is it again? <laughs> Augie Oglethorpe. Uh, Ogie. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Ogie Oglethorpe. I call him Augie, but Ogie Oglethorpe. Why does he have two G's in his name if it's Augie? <laughs> or if it's Ogie? It's Ogie. Yeah, so that's who that is. I can't believe you haven't watched that yet. Like seriously. When would I watch it? You know how little what do you mean, of an when attention. When would I watch it? You know how little of an attention span I have right now. You watch the Pacers game. Yeah, and it makes me sick. Well, this is way shorter than a Pacers game, and it probably will make me sick. Oh, you'll have some laughs. Is it funny though? It, yeah. It, what it's, year was it made? Oh, like seventies. Seventies stuff doesn't. Very few movies, I would say, hold up. Funny. Jeff, it's the fact that we made a deal. From the 1970s. And you're not holding up your end of the bargain. And it's only funny because you watched it as a kid, right? Oh, no, I've watched it many times. But you, you first watched it as a kid. Well, I first watched it as a kid. I was like, wow, I probably shouldn't be watching this. Well, of course. But I did. There were a lot of movies I shouldn't have been watching that uh, not only. <laughs> ah, what's that, Jeff? Well, I'll just say this about my late mother. She didn't necessarily care about ratings Fair on enough. movies. Understandable. That happened. I'm not saying we got any further than R. Uh, but, you know, she bought me the VHS of Boys in the Hood when I was nine. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, because I loved that movie, and I still do. Has it changed me as a person to watch Ricky get shot and killed by the rivals in uh, that movie uh, for the last 30-plus years? I don't know. I don't know. And would would I be a different person if I hadn't watched uh, Boys in the Hood at age nine? Or if my mother didn't buy me uh, rap CDs when I was 10 and 11, would I be different? Interesting. It is interesting. It is kind of interesting. But I don't think it made me any different. Because every little thing that happens in your past molds your future. It can. but is Every decision you make is the music that you it. enjoy for a brief time. In your life, does that does that make me who I am now? I don't know if I'd say that. I mean, I still like '90s rap, but I haven't I haven't continued uh, evolving with rap. I kind of just stopped in the '90s and early 2000s. Okay, I see. But don't you ever think of that? Like, if I'd have taken this job, or if I'd have, you know, for me growing yeah, up, of course, with hockey, I could have went so many different places, and just. How different things would have been. been Everything would have been different. Night and day. There's a good chance I wouldn't be here. But also, what do you mean? Oh, in Wichita? Well, no. As a kid in junior, if I'd have went somewhere else and played somewhere else rather than going to uh, out to Saskatchewan to play from 15 to 20, if I'd have went to BC and didn't have the opportunities I got there, but maybe had more of that. Who knows what would have happened? What if this is the somewhere else or the something else? That's what I'm saying. What if you are on another path uh, fatefully and uh, you ended up on this one instead and this isn't how it was planned for you. Well, we Have you ever thought about that? Absolutely. You never know, right? You don't know. I don't know what would You know what happened. they call that? There's a name for it. Is this a big word thing? 
No, there's a name for it. Well, what's the name for it? It's the butterfly effect. That's it. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily, I mean, you have to believe in it. Because any major decision is going to be life-changing and life-altering. But it happens to everybody, right? True. We all have to make a decision. We have to, we all have to do something. And usually it's what's best for us at the time. Maybe not always. Well, yeah, but, but we think it t- is. Most of the time it is because it it has to be at the time. Right. And how many times as kids do you think about five or ten years down the road, let alone 50? Never. You don't. What's good for me tomorrow? Exactly. Will I even get through today? Well, that might be better for me tomorrow, but tonight I could do this, which would be better, so I might just do that instead. Right. Because tomorrow's a long ways away. Of course. I want I want one cookie now as opposed to five cookies in an hour. Ooh, that's a tough call. Is it? Ask a five-year-old if that's a tough call. It's it's now. You got to have the cookie now. I might even need the cookie now. I I might. What kind of cookie is it? Is it a snickerdoodle? Is no, it, is I don't it, like snickerdoodle. Who doesn't like snickerdoodle? Can't stand them. That's bizarre. Absolutely can't stand snickerdoodle. Why? I don't know. Don't like them. I don't no. know what else to tell you. I love them. Well, that's good for you. I'm so happy what, for you. So what kind of? You probably oh, it's got to be pumpkin chocolate uh, strawberry oh, pumpkin peach. Pumpkin chocolate chip. I'd eat one of yeah, those. Yeah, but now. you don't like snickerdoodle. Can't stand snickerdoodle. That's appalling. What do you mean it's appalling? I can't believe it. What do you mean you can't believe it? <laughs> you don't think there's anybody else? Are we else on the there? air? Did, do you ever get like, we're, are we just talking I think right so, now right or now. are we on the air? Were we supposed to be doing something? <laughs> do we have a guest? Like, this does that not feel about? This does not feel like a radio show is being done. <laughs> it just feels like two guys who happen to be holding microphones. <laughs> In the basement <laughs> yeah, of like their dad's house. This, what are we doing? We're just kind of hanging out today. And the, the main host is in, is is here, but, but not. he's not, not on the show. It's crazy. His chair is just sitting empty. How does this show stick around? I don't know. Seriously. So after segments like these, I can't even imagine. Well, maybe after this segment, it'll never be here again. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Who knows? Trying yeah. to, I'm trying to listen in because my dad did take a phone call. Well, why are you trying to listen not in? It's listen not in, business. Not listen in to what's being said, but just listen in well, you're to listen- see if he's wrapping up. To will not he, being will said. he be back in the next segment? Are we going to have to just riff again? Because not, there's nothing in sports that uh, that would appeal to a broad section of humans right now that we could talk about. Not really. I mean, KU and K-State both play this weekend. Wichita State plays. That's we not really. That yesterday. We're not like break down the game. That's not our show. Uh, the Super Bowl's still over a week away. You don't like the NBA. I don't really like golf. Uh, so what are, what are we? What are we doing? What are we doing? Seriously, what, what are we doing then? Baseball, spring training begins. In less than two weeks. Cleveland going to be any good? No, how about this? Where? Okay. How many wins the Royals end up with this year? You set a number, and I'm gonna, I'll pick the over-under. Uh, what did they have last year? Like 54? 57, I thought, 56, wasn't it? 57, something like that. Something like that. In the 50s. They have well over 100 losses. Is everyone saying they're going to be so much better? They're going to be better. but How I, can't you be better? The division, I feel like, has gotten better. Just because the Tigers have improved, the Twins really haven't. Guardians, unfortunately, really haven't. But maybe some of their younger players can step up a bit. Uh, I think 83 wins might win the division, and the Royals 83 will win the division. I th- maybe. 
Wow. These teams aren't very good, and and maybe someone will emerge. Um, but I don't think two teams get over 83, 83 wins. Maybe they do. Um, so the Royals will have 73, 73 and 89. They improve by uh, 15-ish wins or so. Wow. I got to take the under of that. Really? I was thinking 70. That's fair. So you said 73. 73. So I've got to take the under. Well, that's pretty That's pretty close. You know, a lot of things can happen. The butterfly effect could strike the Royals and they win 88. I mean, we really don't know. Anything can happen. Do we? I don't know. situations, I think we kind of do know. They've upgraded their pitching. Their offense is going to get Pasquantino back. Maybe Melendez takes a step forward. They've got young players. They sign Hunter Renfro, who's a home run threat, not really much else. So, I mean, everything would have to come together for them to get into the 80s. I don't think 88 is going to happen. No. But a lot of things would have to go well for them to approach 500. All right, bets on. 73. And I got the under. All right, so I'll just make it, you want to make it 72 and a half or 73 and a half? I have 72 and a half because I thought 70, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that extra game. Is it? Yeah, I, I guess it would be. It would See, be. I'm still figuring this gambling thing out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what's a half? What's really a full? We'll go over the juice thing again during break. I here. think we should, just in case it comes For up again. For the 78th time. And we will take a break right now. We'll, we'll Bob... Be back. Yeah, I think so. Sounds like he's coming down. So Uh-oh. hopefully he'll have some good news to share sometime. All right. Bob's back. Hour number two coming up. Bob and Jeff on KFH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 